Welcome back to We Care A Lot. I'm half the podcast, Sam. I'm the other half, Mel. Hey, you guys. We are back at Mel's once again. If you're watching, just giving you the disclaimer, because why not? But this one is probably a good one to be sitting on the ground. We decided to do another We're Not Really Strangers episode. We have three total? Four? Four. Maybe four. Yeah, we yeah. have we've played the regular twice together and then we both did a solo episode. So today we're doing the healing edition. I got a healing edition for myself and then one for Mel and Logan to share for Christmas. So you know I've yet to play this one. So why not? It's <laughs> <laughs> a little note from them, I guess, the creators of the game. It says, if you're not speaking your truth, you're storing it, and that gets heavy. This pack is an invitation to get us all to get it all off your chest. Use it to self-reflect or play with someone who's ready to dig deep with you. Be honest about how you're really feeling. is one of the most healing things you can do for yourself and the people in your life. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So I've played, I mean, it's like, I love how it's like, it's a game, but it's not, you know? I'm like, I played. <laughs> I've basically journaled and i answered a few of them i think i did like 10 i think that's like a really cool way to utilize this game because it mm-hmm. is fun to just speak it out but if you're by yourself even yeah. like with the self-reflection pack i think that would be it was really, a journaling one yeah, yeah too it's cool to journal take it to the beach have a moment have a moment at the park you know whatever all right who's going first <laughs> i'll go first since i haven't played when was the last time you didn't ask for help but really needed it? Explain. Mm. Hmm. It's going to be a lot of pauses of us thinking. I know. I'm sure there was a time. I'm. Let me just start off by saying like I'm awful at asking for help in general. <laughs> so this is not a new question or like one out of the blue, That which is probably why it's hard for me to think of. I'm like constantly like pushing myself to ask for help. I mean, just the last time. It doesn't have to okay, be a maybe, big one. Maybe the last time really was in class, in mm. acting class this last week on Friday. I felt a little bit humiliated again. I had like not a bad experience, but it was just like, mm-hmm. it felt like in my embarrassment, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with humiliation a lot lately. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like, the, I, I also realized that I'm like bad at criticism or like receiving criticism. Not in a way of like, I'm like, reactive or defensive but more so like i'm so self-critical then then i'm like you fucking suck at this like you shouldn't be doing this Mm. i go into like that mindset and instead of like just asking for feedback in a way that's like hey it's gonna improve can you like what what can i do how can you help me figure this out like the teacher did go over like an exercise but we had already done that an exercise that was similar to that so i felt like oh, well, like, I'm really not learning. Like, I'm just... Like, I'm just bad at I'm this. I'm just bad at this. Mm. And instead of, like, asking for further help help with that, I guess I just, like, let myself, like, sit and sulk in, like, the feelings of I'm terrible at this. Mm. If you can hear a little clicking, it's my dog's long-ass nails that I need to clip, but she doesn't let me. That's a good one. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, when... In the moment, you're not thinking I should ask for help. You're just in your fields of like i'm, I'm fucking terrible at this i don't want to do it yeah but if you had just been like hey i realized that exercise didn't help me doesn't mean i'm bad at it just means that specific thing isn't working for me yeah it's also that it was it, it 
it wasn't not helpful. It was just more so like I was in my thought process of like, oh, she's making me do the same thing again means like I'm literally not good at this. Like I'm mm. not getting this. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's, what I mean? remember that concept? What was it? We a long time ago about just being. It was like when we were talking about types. I forget what exactly we were talking about, but just maybe it was like type A. But like when you want to be an overachiever and just if you're not good at something the first time, that means you're really bad at it. Oh, that's like literally how I felt. Yeah, which is like not true because people who are normally good at things probably it feels like what the fuck? I should just be good at it. Like I'm naturally. What? It was something like natural. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I, I remember. It's like a square of yeah. different personality types or something. I think it's just like when you have that version of, if you're that type of version of person, you naturally like can pick things up quickly. And when you don't, it's fucking frustrating. And you're like, fuck it, then I'm not going to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to not yeah. waste my time, I guess. I don't know. It is it's that weird. concept, but it it like makes no sense, but it does. Because I feel like I probably am like that too. Like if I'm, if I had done pottery for the very first time, and, like, to be fair, the guy helped me a lot because I had long nails. So, like, who says I'm even any way decent? I'm like, my bowl probably would have fallen if he didn't help me. But did aw- that, Again, that, that mm. time I felt really awful about myself, too. Which is silly because you've done it before. Yeah, it's been years, but yeah. But, like, you know you're not bad at it. It's just so stupid. It, my brain it, is so dumb. <laughs> it's not dumb. It's just trying to process something that you're not good at. Or maybe not good at at the moment. moment yeah. Go. Your turn. <sighs> What's been the best thing for your mental health lately? Get specific. Mm. Get specific. <laughs> I'm like, putting my phone on, do not disturb. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> That's not, facts, though. I mean, it is facts, but I haven't been doing it, so it's not, not accurate. I mean, I think always the beach is, like, something that I find. Like, being in a happy place, like, going to my happy place is really good for my mental health but honestly I feel like I haven't been going to the beach all that much this summer or this year our weather's just been kind of weird lately yeah like I have gone but I've definitely gone a lot more in the past I'd say going to the beach is really good for my mental health or like journaling which I literally haven't done in so long but I think rereading my journals recently was really helpful I feel like I learned a lot about who I used to be and who I am now and I don't, you just like have grace for who you used to be and you can see the growth like on, yeah. on physical paper mm-hmm. and like it's also funny sometimes like <laughs> it, and it, it feels nice that things that felt so heavy and serious at the time are now just funny it's mm-hmm. like god you wanted something to work so bad and but now it's clear to you that like that wasn't that was never, never gonna work, to work. yeah yeah that's so fucking interesting. Like, so even when, an, like, now I'm like, I want this to work so fucking bad. I want, which, like, I'm speaking vaguely about whatever. Like, I want to be a freelancer so fucking bad. I want that to be what's going to work for me. And maybe it will. I'm not saying it won't. In 10 years, I'm going to know. Yeah. Whether this that is meant for me or not. And I'll be like, I'm so glad I am where I am, regardless of where it is. Yeah, that's, that's facts. So I'd say that. Journaling. Journaling. That's a good one. I feel like... I feel like people think it's also, like, this constant thing you have to do, like, mm. every single day, which I think that's great if you do, but mm-hmm. even just, like, check-ins with yourself, like... I mean, know. it's probably been, like, six months, and I was, like... it's It feels like a task, 
because my hand always hurts after because mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to write so much, which it wouldn't hurt so bad if I didn't have to write an update about so much. But I always feel better after. Yeah. It's like working out. Like you kind of dread it. But then you're like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. There's so much that came out of it. Yep. Uh, this one says reminder, pay attention to who you're with when you feel your best. Cute. Just a thought. Just a thought. Just a a little reminder for y'all. Yeah, there you go. Pick another. (laughs) What hurt your younger self that you never fully healed from? Oh my god. What would you say to your younger self today? God, that's a really interesting. It's a really deep one. I have like this very strong memory of like being in a group of like so my when I was younger like in the same neighborhood that my parents live right now mm-hmm. when I was little the whole block was kind of like friends with one another like the kids the kids like in the afternoons everyone was out on their scooters or fucking skateboards mm-hmm. bikes just hanging out or just like running around and shit kind of magical actually now that I think about it like I feel like that doesn't really happen you know yeah anymore I remember being around like my friends at the time and there was like this moment where one of my friends who I think was kind of like a bully Mm. at the time I don't don't really know her anymore so I I can't say anything but (laughs) when we were little she was kind of like bullyish and she had said something to her brother that was like mean about him yeah like kind of like go away like you're so annoying Mm. and everyone was adding in like something (gasps) about it oh and then but then like me being the impressionable little child that I was I also thought that it was okay to do it so I did it too Uh and then they all turned on me and said like what the fuck are you saying kind of a thing you're like what the fuck we're all just in on this and then after that I was kind of like not for the like not forever but like during that day like for the rest of the day I was really like kind of exiled and like Mm. like everyone was kind of mean to me at that point and I was just like didn't really understand uh-huh. what the boundaries were or like what I did wrong but I think just like my child brain developed that as like you're in the outs of groups like people don't like you like you're not easy mm. to like and whenever like you do try to be a part of a group you're the awkward one out like, even just, just that one specific scenario that's like yeah. literally not your fault yeah yeah and then I think like as I grew up maybe just like my anxious energy really attracted similar things to happen and I feel like it it just happened like repetitively as I grew up like with different types of groups not that I was like trying to be mean but I just always felt like the odd one <laughs> you said out. I kept trying to be mean to people and they just didn't, <laughs> and they get just it. didn't like me <laughs> no but like I just always felt like the odd man out yeah and I think that like as an adult now I think I am like moving away from that but it's taking me a really long time to rehearse something else in my brain yeah but like I still and I think that's why like as like a high schooler or middle schooler I got really possessive over the friends that I did have because I was like you actually like me like (laughs) there's a reason that you do and I I don't know why but like thank you um and like I want to keep you close and so I don't know I think that was really hurtful Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've never really fully healed from that I think that like obviously I still deal with like these like self-isolating thoughts whenever I'm in groups of friends which is I've been like working on that and when I was in therapy I was working on that and I've kind of just like come to the place where I'm like I think I really enjoy like 
one-on-one connections or like small groups of friends I can't have like I'm not a person I guess that can have a big group of friends because then I start to feel like isolated out mm-hmm. so I'm just like working on it still but that that's one and what would I say to you my younger self that it wasn't like my fault yeah and that there you're gonna find like even within that group, there was, like, people that I had, like, one-on-one connections, and they were just different, you know? People were probably, like, probably no one was going to remember that moment except me. Yeah. So. It's interesting you say that. I don't want to, like, put this child on blast, but recently there was a kid that I know, and a similar experience happened where their friends isolated them from the group and were, like, gossiping visibly about them and they were really upset and they came they didn't come to me but I could tell they were upset and then I asked and then whatever but I just I'm like don't worry about it it's not you it's just it's lit it genuinely and it's not even like now I'm mad at these kids like screw these other little kids for hurting this kid I care about their feelings because I just know that's like kids nature sometimes you'll be the one on the in and sometimes you'll be the one on the out and it's just even between like I would fight with my cousins like and it'd be like like we're so like and it's just the two of us literally and it's like we're on the outs now (laughs) okay well we're here all weekend so (laughs) figure it out but yeah I think it's like a very common I guess experience and but it is really hard to change those thoughts because I have thoughts about like I don't know probably about fucking relationships that I tell myself like they're lying to you or they're they're not being honest don't trust them like don't give people the benefit of the doubt anymore like or you don't you don't know better you 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 can't tell when someone's honest or whatever like those thoughts that you tell yourself over and over again so how do you suddenly start saying I do trust myself I know when someone's wrong I know when to leave I know this I know that like it's so much easier to just be like to literally isolate yourself in those thoughts it's also, like, so easy. Like, for me, I I purposefully look for evidence as to mm. why those thoughts are really, like... Yeah. Like, they're actually happening. But, like, in reality, I'm just really looking... Like, you're going to find whatever you're looking for. You can make anything... You can make anything... Look that way. Look real. Fit, fit your narrative that you're trying exactly. to... Exactly. Yeah. And so, I feel like a lot of the time, it's really... Like, it's de Like, I literally have to de-escalate my mind and be mm-hmm. like... Yeah, that maybe that's a coincidence, but it doesn't mean anything, you know? Yeah. Or whatever. I'm like, I have to like, or like if somebody is making me, or if I'm feeling like somebody is acting a little bit off, even if I'm right, I'm just like, it might not even be a fucking about you. Like, uh-huh. it, it could just be like this person is having a busy day, a busy day, or, or, a or bad just like day. they're just going through something on their own terms, and maybe yeah, they're taking it out on you, or maybe they're just like not giving you the same energy you're used to. Mm-hmm. But it's not personal. Like, it's not personal to you. And I think that's another thing I would tell myself. But like, that's hard thing, a hard thing to tell. Like, it's kid. not like, personal. It's not about you. <laughs> you know, like, like everything's about me. Everything's I'm a kid. about the kid. Yeah, when you're a kid. Yeah, but I think like all of my friends have not I don't know what what to classify it is but like this thought of like my friends are mad at me <laughs> and it's yeah. like what what is with our generation of being so concerned about people pleasing I don't know if it's just the group of friends I have or the people we attract because I know there's some selfish people out there who don't give a fuck but or just people who are confident and don't give a fuck in like a good way yeah but I feel like 
I'm often like, even if it's about me and this friend, my friend will be like, yeah, I was scared that you were like mad at me. And I'm like, dude, no, of course I wasn't mad at you. Like maybe I was like bummed or whatever that you had to cancel, but like whatever. I always bring myself back to like, is this going to end my friendship with this person? And the answer is always no, because it's not that deep. It's not that serious. And if the answer, even in my head, if the answer is yes, okay, then what? Then if this is ending your friendship with that person, obviously that's hard, but okay. Like clearly you feel like there's a reason to not be friends with this person enough to even in your own mind be like, I guess it is. Or just accepting the fact like if this doesn't end my friendship with them, then we weren't meant to be good friends. Like if this means that much to them, but not enough to me or whatever. That is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, it's hard coming to that piece. For sure. Being at peace with our decisions is like really an issue. That's an issue. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because we're so indecisive as people maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Are you for real? Okay. What's been causing you unnecessary stress? What would help you alleviate? What would help alleviate that for you? I really didn't want to talk about this on the podcast because I'm tired of talking about relationships. Because clearly everyone's freaking, oh, I feel like everyone's fucking apparently beefed up in my life about me talking about my life, but unnecessary stress literally this past week I've been having is, I'm like, how vague should I be? Bitch, just say it. Because I mean, if they're listening, they're listening. Yeah. Uh, My exes are reaching out. (laughs) I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't really. It's it's a one way yeah. situation. Like she's not answering. Or... And I just, it's really like literally I was so triggered. This person called me in the middle of the night. Haven't heard from them in a very long time. And it instantly took me back to our relationship and the feelings I would have in the middle of the night when I was with them. And... I literally had to de-escalate my mind. Like, I was in a panic. My body, I, I, my mind couldn't even control my body anymore. That's how bad it was. Like, I, I was You're just like, like you are anxious. Time. Your yeah. stomach hurts. You feel like something bad is going to happen. I instantly was having negative thoughts. Like, you need to stop podcasting. Like, you need to stop talking about everything. Like, th- it's not worth it. This isn't worth it. And then obviously in the morning I had clarity. And I was like, dude, like, this is my life. I have the right to talk about whatever I want to talk about. You have every right to not listen. And if it also had nothing to do with the podcast, that's also an option. Like they could have been calling because they in general had something to say. Call, man. (laughs) Yeah. And it just feels really unfair. Like it's literally unnecessary stress. It really is. Because at the end of the day, I'm protecting my peace by not answering because whatever you have to say, I it it's, it's, it serves no purpose. You don't there's no need for you to hear it. Like if you're mad, okay. What am I supposed to do about that? Like literally what am I supposed to do about that? If you're sorry, okay. Write me a fucking letter then. Don't call me at one in the morning. Or even just you journal about it. Uh, journal about it yourself. Like you, I don't even think you need that anymore. I don't though. exactly. Like this is just creating this for me, and then it, then I got no caller ID calls last night, and I'm like, 
what is going on? Like, which one is it? <laughs> I know, now I don't know which one it was. Or, it, I mean, it's not just someone that I know friendly trying to prank call me, you know? No. no. And how can I fucking alleviate that for myself? Do not disturb. I guess do not disturb at night. But even then, like, when last night up. I was awake. Yeah. So I saw it. Like, it came up and I was awake. So I'm like, okay. And, like, it literally, I'm talking to someone right now. So texting them. So, like, in the midst of me, like, not that I'm, like, having a blast giggling, kicking my feet, and, like, <laughs> kicking your feet, like, laying in the bed, you know. It's not like I'm having, like, the best time of my life texting this person and you ruined it. But it's just like, oh, great. Now that's on my mind. Like, you don't have access to me anymore. So why the fuck do you have any control over my emotions right now? And I I literally had to tell myself over and over again, don't say anything to this person. Like, like they don't, don't respond. Don't give any. No, like, don't tell the person I'm talking to. Oh, that oh they my God, my you. ex is calling me. Because it's not their concern. I don't need them to alleviate that for me. I don't, it, it just. I get what you're saying. It yeah. just feels unhealthy to like put that on someone. Like, what are they going to say? Oh, wow. Yeah, like, what would crazy. you say if they Yeah, I'd be like, response? all right. Like, you got a toxic ex, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, the unfinished business. Like, then they start, you know, in their own head. And it's, like, sabotaging your own new relationship, potential relationship, whatever. So, yeah. I just, I guess, do not disturb. Like, why are you calling on no caller ID? Yeah, I think alleviating it is just the do not disturb. I guess I could block their no... I just, like... It, it's not even like I don't want to hear from them. Like, I hate them so much. It's just like, why are you calling me at one in the morning? Literally, why are you respect calling? A, respect my time. I don't know. What? Like, call me at 1 p.m. and maybe I'd be a little more like... Or like, leave a voicemail like or a text me. Hey, I just really wanted to talk to you. I understand if you don't want to speak to me. I just wanted to catch up. Or, you know? But it's, it's not that it's like at one in the ambush. morning. Yeah, it's just like... Either you're drunk... And you're fucking trying to call me, which, like, I don't want to fucking speak to you in that way. Either way. I don't speak I don't to you, period. Be, yeah. But, like, especially not when you're drunk and just having a conversation yeah. in that way. But it's just dumb. I just feel like if it's coming from a genuine place, it wouldn't be in those circumstances. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I still, like, even talking about it on the podcast, I know this is going to come out in two weeks. And then in two weeks, if they fucking call me again or I'm just going to overthink it again. And I just don't think that's fair. So, like, if you're listening, like, I have no ill will towards anybody i wish you nothing but the best i'm not fucking plotting against your life whatever you do i don't care i'm just trying to share my experience on this podcast and hopefully connect with other people and help them with whatever they're going through because believe it or not we didn't talk about that topic just so we could talk about our exes again there's people in our lives going through very similar things yeah and that's why these topics come up or like general pop culture things are going on like the scandal things so we talk about our experiences within that it's not like we're so in our regular lives we're not talking about you we're not talking about how affected we are by our exes every fucking day or even at all really so it's like this is just a very special circumstance <laughs> and like if my exes had podcasts i wouldn't listen point blank period i don't yeah, want to i, I don't, don't want my feelings hurt that's true because you have every right to have your side of the story and i don't have to hear it and vice versa yeah period so life's been a lot (laughs) 
Also, it's like not all fucking about you. Like, wild card. What promise do you want to keep to yourself this year? Write it out and date it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'll have paper belt. Put it in my notes later. Okay. Um, a promise. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. It doesn't have to be like a goal. It could just be like improving this about yourself or keep trying this or... I don't fucking know. <laughs> Damn. The fact that I can't promise anything to myself. You can. You just got to think of it. I feel like at the moment my brain is like so like spot, like so focused in on like what the fuck am I doing with my life mm-hmm. in terms of like career or just like that kind of sense. I don't know. So I guess maybe like pro- promising to myself to explore and like execute things that I want to do at like I feel like there's three things I'm one of them I'm doing like I'm going to class mm-hmm. I've done that but like there's also other elements of me that I'm like if you just put a little time to it you don't know what could happen you know so maybe just like at least tr- executing Trying. putting some time weekly or whatever to those those situations I don't know I feel like that's all I can think about right now okay so I feel like similarly it would be less vague if you're trying to do more vague. Like, just promising to make time for yourself and, like, exploring things that you enjoy, enjoy. doing. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Instead of just, like, always being about what you have to do, I guess. Yeah. Or need to do. Need to do. Things you want to do. Yeah. That's a good one. <sighs> How many are we going to do? Five, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I'm on th- This is my third, so okay. technically... Um, this is kind of a similar question to what I already answered, but what's been the worst thing for your mental health lately that's within your control to change? It, like, combined all of my, both of my questions. Do you want a different one? Yeah, I feel like my answer would be really similar. Oh, that's cute. Wild card. Write down the names of everyone you feel unconditionally loved by. Make more time for these people, even if it's yourself. Damn. Damn, I'm gonna cry. Okay, I'm just going to say it out loud, I guess. Damn, that's a lot of people don't. Also, real thought, did you Me? think about yourself immediately? No. <laughs> Period. I mean, I was like, not. what would I put? And I was like, not myself. I mean, I do love myself unconditionally, but it's... But, like, it wasn't the it first time, you know what I mean? It doesn't feel as easy as other people's, because I don't have the inside of their brains. <laughs> Damn, but what if I forget someone? Damn. <laughs> They're going to take it really personally. Loves me unconditionally. <sighs> okay, here we go start with family um my niece and nephew my sister-in-law my brother my sister i feel like my (laughs) brother-in-law may have to work on that relationship a little more my mom and dad who else in my family my nina my cousins like it's like 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 if is this exercise supposed to be like look how many people love you is that the point because i'm like unconditionally you I think, would say everybody would i think yeah though yeah like i probably wouldn't list any other family outside of my like nina's orbit yeah like that side of that family yeah. or that family unit yeah okay family and then people. friends no there's friends too which is a whole other thing obviously mel logan katie victoria i think that's it <laughs> I have other really good friends, but I, we're not on the you, unconditional yeah. level yet. And it's not know. bad that it's not unconditional. No. It's just like... Just... It just is. 
Yeah, you know? like, I'm like, okay, if I were to fuck you over tomorrow, you might be like, fuck this bitch. Yeah, but like, Mel, <laughs> if I were to fuck her over tomorrow, she'd think a little harder about it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I guess myself, too, at the end. <laughs> and then it's telling you to... Oh, oh make more make time more for time. them. God. Period. I feel like you do that already, though. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god <laughs> yeah a lot of time you do that i think i think so no what no i don't I you can't, gotta roast I can't yourself because i have to get up and like oh okay it's <laughs> i'm like no not a standing up one wow okay wild card delete all of your social media apps for a day journal about how you felt after lit Okay. I mean, you don't have to do that right now because you're. I won't do that right now, but I will do that, and then maybe you can post my journal entry or whatever. Oh yeah, so as a reminder or something. Yeah, I'll delete it because I feel like today's already kind of gone by. Like a half a day. Yeah. A Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) When was the first mental health scare you remember having? My goodness. What stands out to you about it? Ooh. Like for myself or in general. What do you mean in general? Like, like seeing it like someone on somebody else. else. Probably yourself, I'd say, since it's, well, I mean, it could have had an impact on you, someone else, but whatever you want. Hmm. Either one. I think I, I'm going to say both just because, like, I think one impacted my brain, I guess, maybe. Mm-hmm. So when I was, like, nine years old or ten, my uncle committed suicide. And I, like, that was, like, the my first, like, concept of suicide. Mm-hmm. And, like, the reactions towards it, too. Like, I feel like my mom went into a bit of, like, delusion. Like, her own mental health her own mental crisis. Health scare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, it, it was, I know this sounds weird, but I was, like, fascinated about, like, the details of, mm-hmm. like, what suicide is and was and, like, what he did to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. As, like, a 10-year-old who's learning about it, I was just, like, that's just so weird that somebody could just do that. Yeah. Because you don't think about that as a kid. You no. think it's all accidents, why people it's die. It's accidents, yeah, for sure. Or, like, old age. Mm-hmm. You never think, like... I chose that. It's a, a, a chosen thing, mm-hmm. for sure. And then, I don't know, I think, like, in middle school, I, I think, like, being a little angsty teen... I didn't really understand all my like big emotions. I think, I mean, as, even as a kid, I think that's why kids throw tantrums. But as you grow older and you're in middle school and high school, it's not as acceptable to throw tantrums, yeah. you know? So you kind of like deal with them in different ways. And so all of my big emotions, I executed in like self-harm or just like deep isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, Unhealthy think, ways of coping. yeah. And I remember, like, talking to my friends about it. And I think at that time, it was also not necessarily, like, cool to be sad. I was going to say, it was kind of cool to be sad. But, like, (laughs) my friend and I would constantly, like, check in on each other about, like, the self-harm that we were doing Mm -hmm. and being honest about it. It's so interesting. That was our generation. Like, like it was very, it was, like, normalized to one another. And it was also, like, cool in a weird way. Or not even, like, that sounds stupid, but it genuinely... It made you feel in on something. Yeah. I think that was why. But I even feel like that's not even why I was doing it. I think it was just, like, 
it made me learn about it. And I was like, oh, this actually does, I guess, kind of help alleviate these like weird, like big feelings that I have. And it probably also, you doing it was your its own like part. And then having someone to talk to about it and them not being like stop doing it it was like this is okay and like you feel better it was also like a safe space in a way of Mm -hmm. like yeah it's not good that we did it but I feel better now Mm -hmm. kind of so I don't know that um what stands out let me guess I said a lot about how it stands out (laughs) about like that time of my life and in in like our generation's life I definitely grew out of that or like you found different ways Mm -hmm. to I think I got really involved in other things that either a like just like made me too busy to think about things or I found community Mm -hmm. um and yeah I don't know it just it's just I think it's crazy that like once you learn one thing about another thing like it really impacts the rest of it and like not to say that because I learned about Suicide. suicide did that make me suicidal at some point but like it's just interesting because like then you start to like now as an adult I'm like is it is it crazy like obviously like mental health can be something that's like uh genetic mm. so I'm just like it's just so interesting and then like you know in my family there's also just been like more of that like attempts and stuff so it's just like interesting to see it all connect and like also connected within myself of like oh yeah like that's something that I battled whether it's because it's genetic or because of my own like experiences experiences Mm. yeah I don't know I that made me think about how we're all worked up about our generation like teaching the younger generation things like about trans rights or female rights or sex education in school like the older generation being like, oh, it's teaching them these concepts, so now they're going to do them. Oh, interesting. You know? Yeah. Or like they, they feel pressure to now participate in these different things, which I'm like, I mean, there's no winning, I think, regardless. Like our generation, because I think a lot of it too, of it being cool or whatever, was like shows we're now talking about it to educate us, like Secret Life of American Teenager or like, teen mom and like we're very much aware of these situations going on but I wouldn't say it made anyone more likely I don't think it made made us do it it didn't make us do it for sure I think the key is if I guess like at the end of the day it does come down to like parents helping kids find community and because like you found healthy ways to cope instead of the unhealthy ways so but once also, you found the healthy ways. Yeah. And I think that's a big key of like, is that I ha- I found them by myself versus right. like being encouraged encouraged and parented to do those things. Yeah. I think that's like a big, big factor. A lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. <laughs> what small step can you take towards your healing today? Like right now? I'm probably blocking i just never felt the need to that fool never reached out for here we go here it is all right here we go i mean whatever it's calling me on no color id anyway (laughs) it's gonna happen anyway so just kidding i don't even know anymore ew not me still having like his email all right blocked period (sighs) oh my god what are you currently healing from what others don't see? 
man i feel like i don't want this to be so fucking heavy <laughs> like i just talked about self-harm and now i'm like more trauma i'm gonna do just more like a mm-hmm. base level one because i think the real answer is a little, i think like back to back is just too heavy <laughs> okay i like don't mind sharing but it's just it feels like tough. a lot Uh, Yeah, but I think I'm really currently healing from like anxious thinking and like managing that. It's very hard. (laughs) I find myself like feeling more peaceful. Mm -hmm. It definitely is so much easier just to like say one thing and then just fully get like wrapped up in like, like literally tumble and fall into Mm -hmm. it versus just being like, it doesn't have to be this way. Like, let's just take a step back let's make a plan of action and just you know like let's take a let's take a pause Mm -hmm. so i would say that and i don't think that like i necessarily when i'm saying like don't others don't see like i don't necessarily like say it all the time i think the only person that sees it is probably logan that like she like tells me like i'm so like proud of you that you did this today because i feel like you could have just went in this direction and Mm -hmm. that that teaches me that i'm like oh yeah yeah, i'm actually doing it versus yeah i don't know so maybe that maybe that's the one it's a good one anxious thoughts are honestly killer dude i did I, see a tiktok about one vitamin this guy started taking and he said his anxiety is gone is it b complex i don't remember i don't remember but maybe it's like 500 milligrams or something it might be that's what i've been hearing that b complex helps with like anxiety and he said it's just gone I was like, what? I know. I'm like, is everything just like a deficiency? <laughs> like, why are we not trying it? For real. Why am I looking at TikToks and not trying it? Dude. <laughs> kind of along with that, the, that like question or that answer to that question. Mm-hmm. Um, the And like also the first question of asking for help. I was really proud of myself the other day. I don't know what happened, but I just like woke up in the middle of the night and just immediately like started to have like panic Mm. and like anxious thoughts. I literally like convinced, my brain convinced me that everyone in my life did not like me. Just randomly in the middle of the night. Like, but like to a, to a very like real, real point where I was like, like I thought maybe Logan liked me like a little bit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But like, I felt like you didn't want to actually be my friend like everyone in my life just was like insanely like disinterested in me and like hated me basically yeah and i don't even know like that's literally so beyond reality Mm -hmm. like to the point like that there was so much like hastiness in like my head about like not like me towards them but like them like everyone towards me yeah and like i cried for like i couldn't go i was trying to like make myself stop and go to sleep I couldn't. I couldn't sleep for two hours. I, like, sat out here and, like, just sobbed for, like, an hour and just tried to journal about it. Didn't really help, though. My goodness. I just, like, spit everything out in, like, my journal. But, yeah. Like, all the thoughts I was having. I haven't even read it back because I'm, like, that was so fucking weird. hmm And then I had a moment of, like, not peace, but, like, I calmed down. And I, like, sat back in bed. And then all of a sudden, again, just, like, started fucking sobbing for another hour. And then I finally was like, I need to just have, have like, Logan wake up. Because that bitch just, like, can sleep fucking through anything. I was she sobbing really in front of her and she couldn't even hear me. She really can sleep. It's kind of nice when you have to sob <laughs> in the middle of the night. It's kind of nice when you don't want to wake someone up for something. <laughs> but I, like, had to wake her up. And I was like, honestly, I, I'm not good. Like, I don't know what to do. And yeah. And she, like, put on a show. And, like, it was just, like, holding I me. I thought and, you like, meant literally put on a show. I was like, she what? Was she? Like, yeah, I was like, wait a minute, Logan, doing too much. <laughs> no, she, like, put, like, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh on or something for me. I don't remember nice. what it was. But, like, it was it was bad. And I, that's the only thing that calmed me down because, like, having a real person tell Say me. Say that your thoughts are not 
it was just i've like haven't felt that much of a like it was almost a panic attack it was a lot of anxiety it wasn't a panic attack yet but like it could have mm. been like but i haven't had that much anxious like thoughts in a really long time and i don't even know what it was maybe just like you must have been dreaming about something exhaustion i've been having weird ass dreams too yeah. like i had a dream that logan like not necessarily cheated on me but like <laughs> girl that she Triggering. also i like realized like maybe i shouldn't watch like love island right before going to bed mm. because like oh so that's how people are yeah shady no because <laughs> in my dream she she went to casa more or what no like <laughs> she was like trying to have like a threesome with somebody i think it was like somebody that looked like uzi if you're watching love island oh UK. shit y'all like uzi i don't i don't like think he's cute or anything but like it, my brain like just went to that i guess and because it was like the last person i saw before i fell asleep <laughs> and like she was trying to have a threesome with him or something and i was like i mean that's kind of what was going on in the show kind of maybe so you maybe. were kind of just putting yourself in the show in the essentially. show yeah but like logan was i was like telling logan like i don't want to do that like i don't want to have another person in our relationship at this moment like can we just like drop it drop it or like talk about it because like she was just so, so dead set on it in the dream <laughs> and in front of him and so i was like and she was like, it'll be fine. Like, it's, it's fine. fine. And I was like, bro, I can't do this. And so it was just, like, super triggering. And I woke up and I was like, I knew that was a dream, but I was just, like, so bummed out when I woke up. You know what I mean? No, I'm, yeah. Okay, last one. Oh, no. Wild card. What would feel best to let go of today? Write it out and rip it up. I mean, we don't mm. have paper. And... More metaphorically. What would feel best to let go of today? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um actually feeling like i'm having an actually good day today <laughs> what would it feel good to let go of maybe like those uh triggered feelings that you felt in the middle of the night i already let go of those <laughs> those are dead and gone those are dead i was gonna say maybe everyone's expectations of me mm. i'm gonna let go of those period because who cares what other people expect me to do and that's on that. Metaphorically, rip, rip, and burn <laughs> in the trash. I think I had a really good conversation with my dad yesterday because I've been talking about my car a lot. And I was we were talking about like what makes the most sense for me, like to keep it, to get a new one, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like he was surprisingly like supportive. Like he wasn't like, oh my god, you're freelancing. I'm scared. Please go get a job somewhere else. Like he did kind of throw that in a little. Like yeah, like find find the thing that's gonna work for you. And then he talked about his work, and he was like, I'm not saying you have to work at my work, whatever. But he was very much just like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying the reality of the situation is, like, they're going to look for this stable paycheck, and I don't have a stable paycheck because I'm freelance, so, like, everything's all over the place. But, like, it was positive, so I was like, even if you did say some, I mean, some fuck shit would hurt my feelings, but... For sure, but... I'm letting go of that today, apparently. Period. (laughs) So... (laughs) Mm-hmm. well hope you like answered some of these for yourself yeah or related man i think i think we're constantly like thinking about how we're not like we all have shared fucking experiences and traumas and whatnot so yeah if you're related in a type of way please let us know like honestly please like this video on youtube if you're watching it or give us a rating because we are out here putting our personal lives on blast <laughs> and it's getting scary it's like affecting our day-to-day Real life. at this point so 
if you're enjoying it, just like give us that little bit of love. It means a lot. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a DM if any of this is like relevant to your life. Or if you want us to keep playing this, I mean, there's like 30 more cards that we didn't answer. So, yeah, but we will see you guys in glowing hour. No idea what the topic is yet, but I'm sure it'll be juicy. (laughs) See you then.